Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. We got a busy night tonight. The first three episodes of Runaways, 13 episodes of The Punisher, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is coming back, and I swear I was really excited about the latest episode of The Gifted. So stay tuned for the pizza and sadness. Marvel TV Weekly starts now. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin i'm sorry anthony in the booth tony be dead you can't script gold like that i couldn't run through it before we started because it was all up here man in my head anyway welcome we're going to talk a lot about the runaways we're going to talk about punisher we're talking about all the things i just said 30 seconds ago i'm christian blatt at christian dmz and for those watching on youtube you'll see to my left your right Carrie Lane. Hey, how's it going? My name is Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. And uh, there's a little bit more room at the end of the table uh, for our friend Michael Shirley. Yeah, I needed the leg room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my name. I'm Michael Shirley. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Michael X Shirley. Anything else you wanted to say? Oh, well, we don't have Erica anymore. Correct. Well, then I would have um, been over there. Are we... We're not recasting. No, right? we're not going to recast. You know, I think we're going to re- hate that. Yeah, like some War but, Machine shit. It just like really drives me nuts. But Don Cheadle's so much better than Terrence no, he's Howard. not. He's a million times no, better. That's, no, that's like Mm-mm. Alec Baldwin holding them up to, for more money for the sequel to Hunt for Red October, and they're like, no, for that money we can go get Harrison Ford for Patriot Games. Well, I just had to ask because Erica has a twin. Looks like exactly like. Does her. she really? Say we're not having like another Erica. No, twin. her twin will actually so, be here starting soon. No, no, no. we're gonna have a, we're gonna have a new character. A, a, MacGyver, new, a new character. That. Remember that sci-fi alien movie? No, the Giver. No, MacGyver. Oh, MacGyver. <laughs> it was like a, a an alien spacesuit that came down. It was organic kind of material, and they recast so the, same the guy for the second MacGyver? movie. N- like, no, I'll, I'll look it up. Recasting just messes everything It's just bad, because you're like, so no, that's not person. So we're going to have a new host Oh, actually, you know what? It's just, hold on. I think I spelled that wrong. It's just no M. It's just Guyver, I think. It oh, is Guyver. All right, so that's right the first day. Anyway, so we're here. That's the key. And uh, we have a, a lot of stuff to talk to you about. Uh, we're going to start with just a little bit of movie news, because it's, it's movie yeah. news. But uh, there's an interesting uh, Vanity Fair profile that, of course, I didn't read, but I read all the little blurbs about it. And uh, I guess uh, Marvel has the next 20 movies planned, basically. And um, it's a little ambitious, I think, because I think uh, people aren't going to want 20 more of these movies. You need some wiggle room. Yeah, I know. know. And they say that after Avengers 4, whatever that's going to be called, the movies are going to look really different. And if it means that they look more like Justice League, they're in trouble. But... If I, I don't know exactly what they mean, by I think I know what they mean. What do they mean? I think because, they're going to be less white people. <laughs> well, when I was because we have Black Panther coming. Yeah, I'm really excited. That I am too. So good. I saw that trailer uh, actually before Justice League. And I saw that trailer and uh, it looks great. All of those movies feel very much like comic books. Like mm-hmm. you're kind of like watching comic books, and I really kind of felt that when I was telling you when I finished The Punisher directly after I watched the 2004. The Punisher with Thomas, with Thomas Jane, Jane, your hero, and I really, 
realize like how much that movie is like a comic book yeah. and like the stuff on on uh netflix is more like the the rated like what is that edgier version of marvel that they had like marvel oh, black DC's is called or Mar- vertigo uh, like and, the one yeah. that typhoid mary was on like that yeah. really hardcore like storylines like the more like noir yeah the stuff. you know the netflix shows because you binge them together they feel they're like, grittier and more real yeah they feel like a like a yeah. like a trade paperback graphic novel of this sort of yeah you know, yeah, I don't feel like, like I'm wa- reading the comic book. I'm feeling like I'm hearing a story yeah. about the characters. And the- so you feel like mm-hmm. that's what we'll get from I think movies like 25 stuff. through I think because this 40. stuff is done so well. Like yeah. Daredevil, I mean, say what you want about Iron Fist. Say what you want about uh, Jessica Jones. I would Jones. say that I love him. People love Jessica Jones. I'm not a fan. And but they've all done well. Yes. They, so every I think everything's going to be... Fist, but I did like Jessica Jones, but I think she whined too long that... Finally, when she does cool stuff, you're like, I've been waiting for that. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I think she uh, dragged down the Defenders a little bit with her whininess. No, too. in Defenders, it was good. Yeah. It's okay. But when it's her show, you're Punch like... Jessica. Oh, hurry up and get going. But yeah. that was kind of my problem with Luke Cage, too, of like, he's like the reluctant hero for too long, and you're already... It's the problem with the show, where, and these superhero shows, where you already know they're going to do cool stuff, so when they drag it out... Yeah. You're like, I get it. Can we get to the cool stuff and See, fighting and things? With Luke Cage, I kind of felt that I wish the first 10 minutes of Luke Cage had been the whole 13 episodes. If he's just sweeping up hair at Pop's Barbershop and just while everybody... I was like, <laughs> that would be a great show. I would have loved that well, See, show. there was a lot of camp in, I feel like, in that part of Luke Cage. Well, it that felt... must be what I like then. Yeah, that was it my felt like part. part of a Marvel movie, that feeling you get at the Barbershop. Yeah. But I think the camp's going to be taken out yeah. of it. Maybe. Well, we'll see. Uh, and uh, let's use the camp as a great uh, transition to talk about Runaways, which I did not realize until last night when I had a conversation with Carrie right after Star Trek Weekly that there were three episodes online. Dun, dun, dun. So I had not budgeted my entire morning to watch these, but uh, I, once we talked, I did. And I, I'll say, after watching them, I'm really glad they put three of them together because. Mm-hmm. And even if it had been two, I would have been like, oh, that really, the story didn't really move along. Because the way that the second one loops back and is like, here's some stuff you didn't see. And then you only advance the story a little tiny bit. So I think that those, well, it was not exactly three hours, but basically three hours, did a good job of setting up where the series will go. Um, and I enjoyed it. I think that they did a good job with the characters. Some very minor tweaks, but... They did a good job just sort of capturing the look of the characters, I thought. What did you think, oh, Carrie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, I do enjoy it. I wish I liked it a little bit more. Sure. But again, I think it's just the beginning. Uh, similar to what I was just saying with the Netflix shows, the problem with Runaways is, like, I, I'm familiar with it enough, so I'm kind of like, okay, let's let's get to the cool powers. We all know they're going to have them. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get there. But um, I was talking with Joelle earlier, and she's, she made a good point, though. It's nice because then these people are set up as normal, regular human beings, and then the powers, like, we get them as who they are and then their powers instead of just jumping to that. And I'm like, all right, that's a decent enough argument. And, like, we get to see who they are as kids. I love that they are such young-looking actors and they are young. Uh, I like the ethnic diversity of the cast, which it was already written that way, though, too. But it's nice they kept that. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I think even, obviously, at the the time period that the comics were written, the comics were a little bit more diverse. But, you know, typically, you don't get a lot of diversity. You know, yeah. you'll have, like, your for lack of a better term, you'll have your token heroes like your mm-hmm. Luke Cage, your Black Panthers, and they'll end up on teams sometimes. But for the most part, yeah, it's like, 
I don't know if there's anybody whiter than the Fantastic Four. I could try and think of someone, but uh, it's hard. Well, um, they tried to fix that with Michael B. Jordan. They did. Yeah. And <laughs> if only they hadn't done that in a terrible movie, maybe that would have worked. Yeah. I also love this filmed in Los Angeles. Yeah. And then that diversity of the group makes sense, too, of, like, at a high school. Like, that's the kind of Especially variety Especially at this, like, weird, you know... Prep, private school. Prep yeah. private school where it, it seems like the kids stand during class, at least in one of the... You know, when uh, Gert's trying to get people to sign up for her class. Uh, I think so maybe it looks just more like room. science tables and yeah. they have, like, stools. Oh, maybe. maybe. I like no, the no. idea... What? Uh, oh, Tony be dead yes. in the booth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up? Uh, just kidding. Uh, no, I just wanted to say on that note, I did see that the uh, there's a poster in the back that says Stan- uh, sitting is a new cancer. So I'm guessing it's trying to be like yeah. a super uber like progressive school where they does, don't let kids yeah. get out in Brentwood. Does that mean that? Um, well, they did say, yeah, does that yeah, mean that we should be standing up right now? Yes, that's exactly what that. All right, means. Tony, you stand up, and then uh, we'll join you uh, next week. Um, <laughs> yeah, and uh, I, I don't know. Uh, so, Michael, your overall thoughts? We'll get into some of the specifics. Oh, I love it. Did you? Oh yeah, I love it. And you were glad that there were three of them, right? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. The way that that sure. first one ends, it would have been like, oh, I got to wait a week for it's more. It's kind of like the trend for like the pay subscription shows. I, like, think I noticed that with that. Um, another after show I did when I did the Twin Peaks show. They released the first three. What what they released that on? Uh, on Showtime. Showtime.com. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as you know, you can buy Showtime through Hulu. So I think they have mm. like something kind of worked out with that, that they just kind of want to get you hooked and start the binge so that you can't wait so that you, for the and, next And week. then you can't binge, which is, yeah. Like, yeah, have a little so mini that, binge. That gives, you, that gives you like reason to keep watching. It's enough to sink your teeth into. They did that with Handmaid's Tale, too. Yeah, I oh, which I started watching right after <laughs> the Runaways, and I am like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh! Um, that is and a that intention. Show. And Michael, oh, did wow. you sign up for Hulu just to watch Runaways? I did. We've been trading so, messages. Uh, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I am going to be the judge. We were just talking about like if it's worth it to yeah. pay for a, a network mm-hmm. just for one show. Yeah, and I've done it. But now so, you also have Handmaid's Tale, so you'd be paying I, for two shows. Well, I didn't pay for. I mean, I didn't pay for it for Handmaid's yeah. Tale. It's a good bonus. But yeah, yeah. Um, we're going to see how much how that works with by the time the end of the series we'll see if i'm willing to keep my you not have commercials though right oh yeah did you do you have no the, i did the 4.99 because yeah. i like commercials it like gives, well, it gives me chance to do something no yeah, i it, hate commercials and any product that's on there i'm like i am far more likely never to touch your project be, product because i am held hostage while your commercial is going and i'm waiting oh, i love to shop <laughs> you like to shop during the commercial. I mean, maybe that's oh, my yeah, moment. Like, I'll oh, check yeah, my yeah, phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Spoken like a true American. Well, no, right. right? Bring up the economy. <laughs> uh, so, well, let's uh, talk a little bit about the the story, though. I think uh, I think I don't. I think it does a good job from a an adapting a comic book aspect. But obviously, this is a Josh Schwartz show, and we talked about this in our premiere episode. You know, that's the guy behind the OC and his uh, partner. Stephanie, whose last name I forget, Savage, uh, they did uh, Gossip Girl together. I do like that it has uh, a lot of female writers and directors on the mm-hmm. episodes, too. I noticed that when they would be like written yeah. by and directed by. So it's like No, I think it's good. There, there are so many levels. female characters uh, on the show. And uh, you know, maybe too many is what Michael was saying. No, that's no, not actually no I wasn't saying that. I was just saying it's practical. Well, yeah. it's, very, it's a major- majority lady team. Yeah. And you don't really Woo. think of them as that in, mm-hmm. you know, the timeline and in, in just groups of 
superheroes in the Marvel universe aren't yeah. like although there really are, think about. there are long stretches where the X Men were mostly women. You know, like I, in, the, in, the, yeah. in the like late eighties to the early nineties, and they even mm. brought that back recently with like the all women oh, yeah. team. We talked about we talked about this in the last episode, but that's X Men Red. With, but before that, they yeah. did it with us, uh, and Storm was leading the team, mm-hmm. yeah. and now they're doing it again. With I don't Jean know if Grey, it's... who apparently was dead again, I did not realize that, but she's alive again, so I, I basically caught up, because in my mind, she was still alive. Yeah, it was the all-new X-Men, and I'm yeah. not sure if that is morphing into X-Men Red, or if it's a completely different mm-hmm. storyline, um, but... So sure. I think that this show does a good job at, you know, sort of talking about the pedigree of the people behind it, yes. you know, having done... The OC and mm-hmm. Gossip Girl, they understand sort of the audience they're going for, which is not necessarily comic book readers. You know, I think that kids of the age of the characters, or maybe a little bit less, mm-hmm. a little bit more, would identify with them. And I'm just like, okay, yeah, they can find it to be interesting and just want to know what's going on. You know, it's, it feels like a freeform show. Yeah, right? I was gonna, yeah. I was actually about to say, it's like it, it's definitely got like let's put a little dash of Pretty Little Liars in there somewhere. Well, that's know? maybe good then why they are kind of slowly introducing the powers because yeah. it is more like a just a regular show and it's kids who happen to have powers. Yeah, exactly. And I think that what we've seen so far is really you know Molly using her powers. And you know, I mean, actually using them and understanding them so far. Ooh, she gets learning tired. Too. She's not gonna be much much. Well, use see, that. I want to know if she's kind of like the Flash. How they said in Justice League, where he's like, I just have to eat oh, yeah, a so lot. She eats so a I'm pizza like, I hope she needs she, to eat. Yeah, I'm like, please, because passing out constantly is not safe. <laughs> as we kind of see in the episode. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see, but yeah, like you said, that we're getting a slow rollout, and I think that's a smart way to do it because you're not bombarding people with too much superhero stuff. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. You know, the way that this exists, it could stand alone and not be part of any universe, any mm-hmm. of the TV universes we yeah, have. Yeah, does it really mix with the the vibes? No, of it doesn't. Else. You know, and maybe Cloak and Dagger, but it's with, totally different network. Yeah. Right, exactly. So I don't really... Anyway, the point being, though, is that you don't have to be a fan of or even that familiar. You know, Somebody who's in high school but likes the Marvel movies might be like, oh, I'll check that out. And they're not going to feel like they're lost. You know, it's not like there's, you know, references to... The July fifteenth incident. Oh my god! This show just even shows what crap that show is. <laughs> like this show Aww. is like a lot. Well, I don't know. I want to say lighter, but it is lighter. No, it is lighter. You so know, far, yeah, but, yeah. I mean, not necessarily what's going on the in the overall background. Vibe is, is super, yeah, not good. But yeah. I mean, it's very beautifully shot. They use mm-hmm. all different styles of cinematography. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The opening just kind of sucks you in too. Ooh, Okay, like, they do play the melody of the opening theme song a little too much within every episode. <laughs> that you're like, just bring that volume down just a little bit. Like, I get that it's the theme right. song, but there's too many moments where it plays in the episode that you're like, just bring yeah, it's down like just on the Brady Bunch bit. when it was a serious moment, you'd hear sort of a slowed down version of the Brady Bunch theme. Yeah, and yeah. but it's always when Jan was on screen. <sighs> Poor Jan, it's ruined it all. Just imagine what happened to her. But anyway, <laughs> um, and uh, so uh, we. Who stands out for you, Carrie, as uh, the characters that, that are the most intriguing uh, on this show? It could be kids, could be parents. Um, the dinosaur, no. Um, uh, dinosaur is very interesting. Dinosaur is very interesting. I want to know more about the yeah. dinosaur. Uh, I think the parents are actually kind of interesting, especially um, they were like, how they were categorized as the Jewish parents. Um, oh yeah, because uh, their dialogue with how they talk to their children is interesting. Uh, Molly, I want to know more. Well, actually, all of them I kind of do, but um, I like that Molly is quickly getting into her powers sooner than the others. 
Yeah, which is interesting because she's younger. And, yeah. You know, so they've already. But uh, clearly for, um, wait, no, Caroline is the mom. No, Caroline right. is the blonde daughter. Oh, just blonde daughter. Okay, so yeah, I was right, but I, I yeah. so she clearly has had powers, but that little bracelet apparently is uh, some kind keeps of keeps her uh, yeah. normal. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but anyway, so the point being that her, so Molly's powers are manifesting before uh, yeah. any of the much older kids on the show. Uh, so that'll be interesting uh, to to see if it's like, hey, how come we don't have any powers? Or, yeah, you know, in the source, well, see, we'll see how quickly they all can like convene on the like let's have a conversation about because that that it was a little bit weird with um, molly and her sister where she's like yeah i'm going through trade oh you mean kurt kurt yeah yeah i which, just mentioned that because it's such a bad character name it always it's has, a little but weird gert? but isn't her what isn't her full name she like, looks like a gert is she though. a gertrude and she just goes yeah, she's by gert? gertrude yeah but her she's name. gert <laughs> what she can she can just um, easily be true but they're what talking and um nice. And Molly's kind of like, I'm going through changes. And it's like, yeah, yeah, totally. That's what we all go through, blah, blah, blah. But she lists some things, and I'm waiting for Molly to be like, oh, no, no, these are a little different. Let me show you. Yeah, no, I, I wanted that moment, because that's what I would think of, like, you no, really. You get really strong when you become a woman. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, Michael, for you, who stands out? Huh. Um... I am interested to see how Carolina's powers, like, yes. work. Because it mm-hmm. seems like she might have had them her whole life or something, mm-hmm. or for a very long time. And that apparently... Because she never took it off. Yeah. Apparently her grandfather knew enough about them that he painted something. Oh, and he, isn't he a creep? Uh, a little oh, bit, man. yeah. He's oh, a, he's just so like, weird. He's a little human vampire. Oh. You know. You know. Was, he's hard to look at. But uh, I'm interested to see how Gert uh, and Chase's relationship plays out because like I don't know I feel like I'm totally her like that I'm like oh you suck but I secretly like love you yeah like you're, you're everything that I shouldn't like yeah but god I really like you. yeah like, I don't yeah. I hate myself for like I uh actually uh Joan Jett has a song called I yeah, hate yeah. myself for loving you yes, and yes. Michael wore Joan Jett in the Blackhearts t-shirt because the she was runaway. the original runaway yeah exactly <laughs> well uh Zayas in the chat kind of agrees with you about Gert that Gert's a pretty interesting and uh Carolina as well uh, and I'm also kind of into Nico too. To see yeah, what yeah, she I, does. I think Nico's very interesting. I um, more Nico. And I don't honestly, I don't know enough because I just sort of checked this out like once, and I don't even think I ever actually bought a, a Runaways. Kind of just sort of flipped through it. Um, I don't even know like, oh, so does that weird like mirror mirror on the wall thing help her create the snow, or can she do that without you know? There's, the, I don't know, and I think she's very interesting. It's her magic wand. But don't give anything away, Anthony. <laughs> no, if that's true, I have a theory about it. Okay, okay, but it's not a theory you read somewhere from no, somebody. No, who's, okay, is, go ahead. This is grade A original from me. <laughs> Okay. Um, so I th- I'm thinking that the uh, the wand thing is able to manifest whatever she thinks of. Yeah. So like if they want oh, a force, wow. when they, if they think of a force field, she they they make a force field uh, for the parents like when they were doing the whole pride meeting. Yeah. Yeah. And then she was thinking about the snowflake in her uh, in her sister's yep. uh, notebook, and that caused the whole snow to fall. So it reacts with it. it I think it has uh, two parts. It's an emotional reaction as well as uh, what they're thinking and how strong their emotion towards what they're thinking is. So I'm sure it can be used to attack as well if they're angry and they, like, you know, imagine some lasers <laughs> from the sky. This is a very and advanced luckily, theory. Very nobody nobody else can it. grab it, though. Yeah, exactly. Because uh, well, the guy grabbed it and it no, hurt no, no. him. Oh, yeah. No one can point. grab it if they didn't offer the blood. you got to be the, a the witch. Blood, the blood pit, it, it 
it oh. pricks her when she picks it up at first. She offered the blood, mm, and that's when it came out. I think it's genetic. It no, might no, no, be with no, the no, family. No. It's with the blood. I'm definitely. All right, all right. right. Settle down there. Add Tony B D E D in the booth. Conspiracy theory. Yeah, no, no. Tony. It'll be interesting to see uh, who's right. Uh, let's I see. think it definitely has something to do with that. Yeah. I think I, it's part I, of the family. You have to be in the family. And uh, Zeus in the chat says that uh, wants to see where they take Alex and his parents. I find their dynamic to be the most interesting. I would say mm-hmm. that uh, Jeff, yeah, Jeffrey Wilder, uh, played by Alex Sands, who, by the way, will be on this show next week. He'll be our special guest when we talk a little bit more Runaways. Ryan Sands is his name. Uh, Alex's dad. Uh, they, that dad and son combination seem to have at least the most normal yeah, interaction like of all the show yeah, <laughs> yeah of anyone in the show you well, know and it's basically this show is trying to say moms are terrible because Kurt even and molly's mom is cool yes and is very forward thinking of yes. like yeah know you don't feel cool. good just go in the bathroom and masturbate you're like whoa if my mom told but, me that'd be so weird but nico's mom no no but nico's dad is like Hey, sorry, your mom is such a nightmare. Well, um, Alex, Not that's what he said, but basically um, that's no. the subtext. Who's our, now it's our token white guy. Um, oh, um, hmm, Chase. 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 His mom's cool. Like, she's nice. Yeah, but see, there's nothing nice about the mom who stands there and lets that happen and yeah. lets the well, she's son a, get in a victim of abuse cycle. Yeah. I hate to go back to the Handmaid's Tale, but, but, being, please that do. I, but being that I watched it right afterwards, <laughs> the woman. Who is Chase's mom? Yes, is the mom who? Oh yeah, she's the other mom in the Handmaid's yeah. Tale, like the first episode. I'm like, she has something like with Hulu. Like she has like <laughs> probably. she's probably like yeah. on contract with him or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, sorry, oh, that's I like actually, totally messed um, up. What do you guys think? I, I agree with that. That's a good point. Zayas in the chat said, "I love that they went with non-mainstream actors and actresses." For the most part in this show, unlike other related shows. Yeah, I, I'd say for all the kids, they're not people I've seen before. Um, I find that very refreshing. I think it's better that they just peppered in a couple of the parents as, like, more Right, James Marsters people. having been on Buffy and yep. uh, being the least likable parent uh, by far. Right. You know, they did well done. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and, uh, yeah, there's a couple of, like, oh, I've seen her in something, yeah. you know, but nobody that you're... Yeah, wasn't she yeah. Lauren in The Gifted, Carolina? <laughs> <laughs> they do look very similar. No, but, uh, although Lauren in The Gifted uh, was apparently on Gotham and The Goldbergs, I was hmm. trying to remember the actress's yeah, name, yeah, and I yeah, saw... Yeah, yeah. And so I'm like, oh, I have seen her in other things, and she was a lawyer. But anyway... Bad girl. Um, oh, uh, yeah, so... Uh, the dad for Molly and Gert, uh, he was on Alias too. Uh, I, he I looks him. very, he's yeah. very familiar. Actually, I looked through his credits and I was like, some of these, I'm like, I didn't watch the show, but he, I've seen him enough. He's been yeah, on enough and, TV shows. Uh, he is a little person and uh, he manages to get filmed in such a way where it's not even that apparent. So I don't know. I always, I, I, I always liked that character on Alias, so I like that actor. And uh, I'm happy to see him working is the point that I, that I mentioned. Um, anyway, uh, let us know what everybody thinks uh, in the chat. Uh, obviously, if you're watching this after the fact, uh, please leave a message. Where do people leave a message, leave a Carrie? Message. They can comment down below. Thumbs up as well. Uh, subscribe. Soul and Kid, subscribe, yes. Soul Kid 9 mentions that in the comics they had a crossover with Cloak and Dagger uh, mm-hmm. a few times. That makes sense. It's uh, some familiar territory. Um, and uh, Wayne says, hi there, from Pine Ridge, South Dakota. Hey, Pine Ridge, South Dakota. Thanks for watching. Uh, Graham has a good comment. 
Uh, I scrolled up beyond that, but I uh, cannot read that far away. There are some major differences to the comics, but as a series, writers worked with the original comic writer. It's all flowing well. That's actually true. Yeah, you see the you know uh, consulting producer credits and and things like that. So I think that's good. Um, I was also I was really surprised to see them go all out to work just like so hard to make everything look like it did in the comics because I never feel like Marvel does that. Like they don't really try to make like screen adaptations of their work like yeah they, they i mean like with suits you know very like the rarely. way people look i think because this is an instance where they don't really have superhero costumes that they're adapting you know i mean but the kids though they look totally yeah. just like the kids look exactly the same. molly yeah. has that little yeah. hat i'm like yes that's exactly what i think of and then but i appreciate um, that because alex's I want shirt that. yeah it's I very like good i stuff icon. yeah no i think I, that you're able to do it because yeah. it's just normal clothes is, is yeah. the point you know it's, or they're uh, very nice distinctive yeah well uh there'll be a lot more time to talk about the runaways in the weeks ahead yes. <laughs> including next week uh because as i mentioned we'll see the next episode I know. Well, you can just watch a few it. Hours, I know. Yeah. And, if, and if you're on the East Coast, you'll be able to watch it in just a little over an hour. And so. if, Canada, mm-hmm. if you're in Canada, you're like in trouble, right? <laughs> no, you can watch or it on watch something it else. Canada. Yeah, it's. On, oh. I, I think it's. I don't know. All these shows end up on like other platforms in Canada. But mm. uh, Star Drew, you're. I believe that you're a Canadian. Tell us how you watch it because uh, he's always there, which is great. And yes, uh, Ryan Sands, who plays Jeffrey Wilder, uh, is scheduled to appear on this show next week. So we'll talk uh, more more Runaways then. Uh, I do want to move it along to talk a little bit more about The Punisher. We talked a lot about The Punisher last week and who we thought he should date. But instead, let's talk more <laughs> about the show itself. I uh, like they have that conversation, though. Oh, no, I'm glad him we had and the micro are like No, him yeah. and Micro are like, so do you miss sex? Yeah. Do you want to date? I'm like, thank you. It's a real conversation. It, no, it, it is a real conversation. And honestly, as tragic as it is, I, I love Frank's answer. He's like, no, I, I, I met the girl of my dreams. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I, I think married that her. might change. I mean, sure, you give him a little bit more time, maybe. But it's just that that's not that's not what his mission is. He's not driven by that. He's driven no. by revenge. Well, after we were talking about people. that, I don't really want to spoil it, but I looked into Frank Castle's dating history, and oh, I mean, he it, it, does have a child with someone else that ooh, is... Oh. that tea. That is... There very easily could be pulled into season two because they're related to someone that's already in the show. Oh. Interesting. All right. Uh, Karen Page's sister. I was going to say, I'm like, I, I want know, Karen to kind of... But they're not really. I want on Daredevil or or on Jessica Jones us to get uh, Hellcat. Like, yeah, do you think they're going to do it? Uh, I think we're set up where we can. Why is Claire getting all the training? But like, she's Patsy's busy with Trish talk. I think that would make Jessica Jones so much better for me personally. Which one do you like, Hellcat? Which one do you like more, Jessica Jones or The Gifted? You want to think about it? You can get back to me. Jessica Jones. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, so just overall with The Punisher, I thought it was really well done. And there are some criticisms of the show uh, across the political spectrum. You huh. have people who think, hmm. uh, you know, it just feeds into the amount of gun violence there is today. And I actually feel like they handle it really well and they sort of explain. And look, I like that Frank, for as you know, misguided as his tactics might be, he has, like, a very Robin Hood kind of moral code. You know, yeah. it's, uh, oh, I'm stealing weapons from other bad guys well, to kill different bad guys. Yeah, and, the and I kind of like that about he him. He doesn't want to hurt the kid, yeah. the young soldier. And he's just like, come on, don't do this, you know? Yep. And 
even before they go into the military base, he says, what if, what if I have to hurt some kid who's just doing his job? You yeah. know, who's just serving his country. And I like that he's conflicted by that. Mm-hmm. Not at all conflicted when he just needs to beat the life out of somebody by punching them in the face. Yeah. Now, you know, I have no problem with that. I don't think anybody should have a problem with that because if Frank Castle's punching you in the face and not stopping, something not you definitely good. deserve it. You know, it's not like an accident, you know? No. Uh, and I, I don't know. I think that Frank is such a complicated character. And yes. uh, sort of on the other side of the political spectrum, there are people that didn't care for the portrayal of vets as sort of being stereotypical, dealing with PTSD. But if you think about it, there's... Without getting too specific, because we don't want to really spoil the show, there are there are a lot of characters who have served and are dealing with issues, but most of them are dealing with them in their own way. Sure, Frank Castle has a very traumatic thing happen in his life. It has nothing to do with his time in the military. Yeah. It's I think what you get a good juxtaposition of how people are dealing with it well, from yeah. those like, groups. Yeah. That, that and I, I, I point to Curtis, who runs the support group, who's Frank's friend. He's well-adjusted. He's very well-adjusted, and he lost his leg, you know? Yeah. And he's like, he's there to help people and you know all that everybody wants to do is help lewis and talk and him through i was rooting for lewis regular. but man yeah. oh no when you mentioned gun violence too there's the scene when lewis almost shoots his dad on yeah. accident that i thought was a good explanation of the or a good example of how dangerous dad. no yeah but i, I what, what exactly I mean, well i was saying that was a good example of how gun violence is so extreme and how dangerous it is and they treat it very seriously of like he gets this gun and how you could almost kill someone you how, love how easily yeah absolutely how and easily and even the dad is like it's okay it's yeah. like you didn't mean it and yeah. oh i love his dad his dad is. We well, like get best... more of his dad for sure because the only reason Lewis is in this show is because his dad is a character in the comic books. His name is Force, mm. and you know they didn't get a good looking, handsome dad like that to not use ever again. He's definitely going to be back, and I'm sure this is all going to be like brought on by what his son does, and he'll probably mm. want to make amends or whatever. But yeah, he's a comic book character, right? Uh, what's his name? Clay. What's Lewis's last name? I forget. I actually forget now what it was. His, his dad's name's Clay, and he is goes on to be huh. like an ally of the Punisher. Which, you know, he can always use more allies. Yes. And it's interesting <laughs> because he has more of a support staff than I'm used to the Punisher having. Uh, you know, I know but, you haven't finished the whole series. But and I that, know somebody that they're like, yeah, we can trust them. And it's like... People, well, in the 2004 yeah. one, he had Ben Foster. Yeah, he true. had Rebecca Romaine, which, oh my God. So I that realized, means he had Angel and Mystique. Yeah, I'm like, I went through that whole movie and she fooled me. The Mystique was sitting there the whole time in that waitress outfit. When You know, I, it's really crazy when you think about it, how many people have been recast. I think about, like, I can just think of, like, offhand, like, five people. Yeah, no, I think, uh, especially for those of us who finished the show, you definitely see what characters we're going to get in the, mm. I'm sure there'll be a season two, and it'll be interesting to see. But I don't know, what did you but think? But is that going to be on Disney now? No, I think everything's going to stay I, yeah, on. Yeah, I part. think since we had our conversation, it seems like they're like, well, they did sell these shows to Netflix, they developed them with Netflix, but I don't know. It'll be. They also might. They're probably just not going to add any more ones. Like they're not going to have like Hellcat. You know. Yeah, and and then the Moon Knight show that was promised to me like two years ago. I'm still waiting. Why for do it. you want that? Uh, be- I'm pretty sure they're going to rip them off and take them to Disney. Well, we'll see what happens. But uh, you know, whatever. Nah. And you know, we'll just start new shows there, and uh, they'll have just shows everywhere, and be and, making money from all ends. And I like Moon Knight because I like 
basically characters who are all Bruce Wayne, you know, like Tony Stark and uh, Green Arrow, you know, basically. I don't even know Moon. I know what he looks like, but I don't know his story at all. Can you give me like a 20 second like. Pitch. No, actually, I can't. It's too, it's too <laughs> the elevator pitch would be like, you see him, what do you think? And if you don't like him, then I'll just take You've got no him. face. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, um, Carrie, I wanted to get sort of your overall thoughts. And again, I know you didn't finish, but I think that you uh, know, to speak to these issues about the gun violence yeah. and the PTSD, which, like I said, I thought that they treated really well. I, I think I, they did really well because it's not like it's and it's only the one character who's really behaving poorly on like the PTSD. Like Lewis is the only one who's like I, I and there are plenty of people that are like that that have come back and then you know they you know can't adjust well and everyone in group is actually very you know average and you know level headed and they even recognize that that behavior is like no we don't want to do that so I don't think the show like is disrespectful to any veterans or anything like that I, I like that they have the variety because it isn't no any no group of anything is all perfect so it's yeah. nice that they have a variety of people uh, I do think they handle gun violence well because it's they show that it's dangerous they're not just like uh, cavalier about it like no big deal it's fine everybody lives yeah and uh, there are enough characters including including micro who have a problem with frank's methods i mean yeah. ultimately he's like hey this is what we i need think to get everyone done. has a problem with this method i mean not frank except for, well, frank. Uh, except for frank. micro's wife yeah. she's yeah. kind of like whatever he needs to do do it <laughs> frank and uh i mean micro i like that micro and karen bring up points to frank of like so what's your end game like there was a really nice scene with Frank and uh, Karen, and she's kind of like, I hurt for you in terms of, like, it's, it hurts me to see you this um, lost and, like, wh- where where are you going with all yeah. this? And, like, that was... I like that they have real conversations. It's not just, like, fluff and we're just murdering. It's like, no, no, these are... These are the things we would want to ask him. Be like, so Frank, what's next? What is, what is your long term here? Yeah, uh, Michael, what did you think about how the show uh, handled these, uh, you know, very very serious and not typically comic booky uh, issues? I think unless you probably didn't like playing like those games, you know, where you, where you like the shooting games, and uh, if you weren't like a huge Marvel fan, if you just like didn't like army stuff, you probably wouldn't really care to watch it because it is hard to watch and you see like some really you know upsetting things and you know like things like that do happen uh but yeah i think they did a fine job with it uh i i thought it was a good show it wasn't like my favorite in the netflix shows but i think that's just because we all pick certain characters we identify with for certain reasons more you know so uh i would say it's like kind of like in the middle for me daredevil i think is probably my favorite of the ones Mm -hmm. but um the end for me I kind of felt like I just kind of like just got like shoved off the it's end a, of the table. It's a lot it's like, of just trying to sort of press pause on the story and uh, leave it at a spot where it's like, okay. Yeah, there was no, well, it wasn't a cliffhanger. It wasn't like any, it was just kind of like, that's it. Like I was expecting for a little, like maybe a cliffhanger or just something and it you didn't get it. No, 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 you didn't. Yeah, but the show has a lot of great gem moments. Did you guys like, it was so small, but it was, did you guys remember the sandwich part when they're in the van? Oh yeah, like, that, that micro had made the that sandwich. Was yeah, cute. actually, so yeah. funny and like, yeah, I mean, like it, that. And I'm like, the show's really good. Cute. There's not a lot of humor in the show, mm-hmm. so when there is, you're like, wait a minute, there's comedy happening right now. These shows aren't devoid of humor, <laughs> yeah. but it's definitely well, it's like, no. They're not. They're not Zack Snyder movies. There are jokes in there. They're actually you're some such a hater. Somebody has to be. You know, Justice League. 
Uh, well, no, because there's good parts to Justice League. Just, I liked it. I didn't think I was ever going to hear you say that. But. No, I, I, I said it. Was, I said that Justice League was a lot of fun. Okay. Know? Yeah. You yeah. also have like a two-year-old. Well, I didn't take him to see it. <laughs> that's how. That's how I had fun at the movie. I left my kid at home. Uh, anyway, um, yeah. So I think that I can't uh, read that. Oh. <laughs> Someone, uh, Jane, in the ch- Jane, in the chat says, "I'm finally watching live, Michael. I love your sassy shade you throw on everything." <laughs> Tony was telling me I was so salty. You are a little salty, but I think that that's good because when you don't like something, you don't pretend that you people do. People have told you know, like told me, you know, you're you're kind of salty, but people also tell me you're good at explaining why you feel that yes. way. Yeah, as long as yeah, I always feel like that. You know, especially when you're dealing with a with a chat. You know, one of the shows that I do here at After Buzz is South Park, and they hate us in the chat. <laughs> and so every week, Phil always just says, just tell us why you hate us. That's fine. You can hate us as much as you want. But it's usually just like, you guys suck. And it's like, yeah, I know, but, but why? I've been on a panel yeah. where they didn't love me. Oh, really? But yeah, it's not this yeah. show, because no, they love not, your hair. I, I, I assume you guys like me fine, and I am glad. Oh, yeah. Well, the, the, the three of us here like you. Yes. Yes, well, it's one of those yeah, you can like Tony or dislike a show, but you just need to have reasons. I always hate when people are like, well, it's a bad movie or it's a bad show, and you're like, well, why? No, every once in a while, give all kinds of reasons. Every once in a while, yeah, there's something like that it. I'm just like, yeah. you know what? I didn't like it, and why? It's like, uh, I don't know. I just I walked out of the theater, and I was like, what was that? You know. But anyway, um, I think that the show did a good job, and I just feel I, – I just my hope mm-hmm. is that people watch mm-hmm. The Punisher – and at least start it. And if they feel like, you know what, it's too violent, I, I don't like... And they have those problems, that's fine. I think a lot of people are sort of making just broad generalizations. Like, mm-hmm. oh, they don't have a good portrayal of troops. I, I, I don't know mm-hmm. how I feel about that. It's like, well, just watch and see what they do. Because I yeah. feel like that, uh, you know, it's not an issue that gets dealt with Yeah, I don't think most often. people come home, like, happy, smiley, like, back to it. Yeah. You know, and... You know, there's some people that are. They yeah, have, absolutely. like, all kinds of great mm-hmm. things. They've been waiting to come home to it, you know, and they haven't had, like, their friend's leg blown off next to them. You yeah. know, like, there are different levels of everything, and it's just one person's experience, a slice of life. But yeah. let us know what you thought of The Punisher, if you finished. And uh, Carrie's close. You're almost done. I'm almost done. I'm all the right. final stretch. So I think it. next week is when we'll talk about the yes. final episode and some things. You know, okay. like, so you guys better watch it all, too. Yeah, you're not exactly. Back. You have yeah, to no, watch I'm, it. I will make yeah. sure I finish my next week. Um, and I was speaking to the audience. I wasn't saying you have to, but it's like I no, hope I do. You do. I got. I have research. I got. Goddamn. Yeah, and uh, Jace Snowden says Daredevil's the best. Punisher comes in second. Hmm. Um, it's hard to rank for sure, but I do really. Everyone like Everyone knows Iron Fist comes in second. Duh. I mean, he's probably. No. I I like well, it. for you. I like his thirteen episodes more than Luke Cage's thirteen episodes. The first seven episodes of Luke Cage are great, and then Cottonmouth's gone, and you're like, but what happened to the good part? Like. W- no, this isn't as good anymore. Well, that's what you think the whole time of Iron Fist. Yeah, no, see, the whole time Iron Fist is consistent and tells the same story. Defenders was too uh, short for me. I'm yeah, like, I was so mad there's only eight like, parts. What is this? Uh, anyway, um, we are uh, like getting mate. close to out of <laughs> yeah. time. And so I wanted to sort of tidy up because last week I hadn't uh, watched the, gifted, the yeah. latest episode of The Gifted. And there was a big How are you reveal. You're going to ruin this. <laughs> yeah, we're having like, such a good conversation. A good but no, because I'm excited because. So oh, we right. get to meet right, Reed. Right, right, right. Me we and get Erica to, told you how yeah. exciting that episode was. Well, we get to meet Reed's father. Yes. And then we find out in a flashback at the beginning that Reed's grandfather and his grandfather's sister, so whatever that is, great aunt, who cares, mm-hmm. um, were the brother-sister duo Fenris, who's well-known in the X-Men, literally in the pages of Uncanny X-Men, 
they're basically kind of like a, a terrorist group sort of for hire, basically. And they factor in pretty heavily around X-Men number 200, which is right in the sweet spot when I was reading X-Men in like 1985. So I like those characters. Hadn't thought about them in a while. But when the show started, I'm like, oh, their last name is Strucker. And I, I can't remember if I said this on the show, but I remember thinking, I wonder if they're clever enough to have some tie to... And I'm like, no, not the Von Struckers. They're not that clever. Well, you were very clever this time, Gifted. I know, Michael, it hurts <laughs> you to hear me say that. But I, I don't know. Maybe you don't give a shit about those characters. But I was excited that it's like... It's just it's what I'm looking for. It's the it's, character that we've heard of. Yes, that's what I'm looking for. Because we've got Thunderbird. We've got Polaris. And neither one we of them... kind of got Polaris. We kind of got Polaris. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, she's just like, I'm going to drop knives on myself. Did you like yeah, you that? Like I that. did, actually, because you, you had talked about it. That's what I remembered when I saw did you get? Did you get a one line from that show or no? Well, I used the one from uh, the, from the Runaways. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sadness. But anyway, uh, I thought, uh, I, I don't know, I like that we're seeing some flashes and the idea that Lauren and Andy would actually have those powers, too, when they, you know, it's like, have they held hands since I they wish had... they would hold hands. Well, in the in the commercial for next week. <laughs> I feel they have. Yeah, they before. did at the end of the episode. They yeah. were holding hands and nothing but happened. I'm I don't like, think yeah. they were trying to use their powers. So it'll be interesting yeah, to see where that goes. And in the commer- in the little preview for what will be next Monday's episode, I believe we might get to see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, uh, we are out of time, but uh, I want to make sure to mention that Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. comes back. On Friday, and your favorite show. I maybe have fourteen episodes that I need to watch before <laughs> Friday, but I do like the show. I love Agent Coulson. I like Agent May, and Daisy's okay. You know, I mean, now I like Quake's cool. Daisy, yeah, she's yeah. okay. Well, so she's better when she's Quake. But anyway, but ever since they lost Mockingbird, I've been like, meh. Uh, anyway, uh, so make sure you watch that. And there is a Marvel's Agents of Shield after show, which can be found Sundays here on After Buzz, along with the Gifted After Show. And Runaways has an after show. Mm-hmm. So, uh, oh, and of course The Punisher, but those are basically just like two episodes where they do seven episodes of The Punisher and then the rest of the series, the mm-hmm. other six. But uh, So you can find all that stuff here on After Buzz, the same channel we're on. But we'll be back next week. And uh, until then, uh, Carrie, where can people find you? Yeah, you guys can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. And, uh, Michael, you can be found at number one gifted fan, I believe is what I said last week. I changed it. Oh, it's, no, you did! Michael X. Shirley on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, I'm at Christian DMZ. And next week we will be joined by Ryan Sands, who plays Jeffrey Wilder, Alex's father on The Runaways. So uh, we will see you all next Monday at 7 Pacific, 10 Eastern, Excelsior. Oh my god, I was just about to From say executive that. Executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Afterbuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the Afterbuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterbuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of Afterbuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later! later.